Do we have any Star Wars nerds in the house? Thank you. Don't be ashamed, man. Let it out. It's okay. I'll try it again. Do we have any Star Wars nerds in the house? I feel like it was the same people got just a little bit louder. That's okay. That was y'all's cue to kind of chime in on that, but that's all right. Welcome to Kid Nation Live, guys. I'm Chris. I'm the kids pastor here, and uh, I love your kids. It's been an incredible, incredible year, and the year's not over with. We just came out of kids camp, which has been extremely, extremely amazing and crazy and back and forth with everything. I actually have a few pictures to show you. We served over 434 kids at community camp at Camp Wow. We took almost 90 kids ourselves, King's House. So if you helped sponsor a kid to go to camp, thank you so much for doing that because without you, we couldn't. And this last picture here is one of my favorites, guys, because I never asked for an altar call. I never uh, asked for kids to come up, but every night kids would flood the altar for worship and God was moving in such a powerful way. Just answers to my prayers that I've been praying for years and years, knowing that there is no such thing as a junior Holy Spirit or a junior Jesus or a junior Father God. Like we all serve the same Father, the same Jesus. Same, and I've just been asking God, like I don't wanna create something to just have it. Like it's gotta be real. And that's why I follow Jesus because it's real. And that's why your kids are following Jesus because it's real. Put that last picture back up for me really quick because the reason why it's one of my favorites, guys, these are our King's House kids that we brought. And um, this is an hour and a half after people have left the worship service. Like service is over. They're having small groups, they're having a party at the party barn, and yet the Holy Spirit was still moving in the hearts of our people and our leaders are praying with them for an hour and a half, just asking God to continue to touch your kids' hearts. So can we give it up for God one more time of how amazing he is? He is, man. And uh, earlier this year, we started a mission statement in Kid Nation, kind of a vision statement, if you will. It's called No, Grow, Go. Someone say, No, Grow, Go. And we challenge your kids every single Sunday and every lesson every leader teaches, it builds off of this vision statement is that we want your kids to know who God is by the word of God and not just know who God is, but know who they are in God. We're gonna talk about that here in a minute. Then we challenge them to grow in God with their relationship. Well, how do you do that? through worship, right? Wasn't worship incredible? You guys sounded amazing. Um, through prayer, through reading the word. And then ultimately, we challenge your kids every Sunday after every lesson to go with God. So wherever you go, back home, back to your friends, back to your school, wherever you go, go with God. Because you can take God's presence with you in every situation you face. And through Star Wars themed camp, you always have the dark side versus the light side. We got nerds in here. I feel so right at home. And in that process, we know that we get to step into dark places, but we have the light of Christ in us. And the Bible says, don't hide your light, let your light shine. So we are just so happy to have a bunch of kids that we get to teach every single week that they are the next generation and they get to make a difference more than we ever could. So keep praying over your volunteers, keep praying over our kids ministry because we're constantly growing, we're constantly doing new things. And if God's put it on your heart, because I'm not afraid to ask right now. If God's put it on your heart to volunteer in our first through sixth grade ministry, grab a connect card in front of you, write your name down and say, PC, sign me up. Because there are tons of places that you can get plugged in to make a difference in the life of the next generation. Someone say, fill out a card. <laughs> I really truly do encourage you guys to do that. We're not lacking in volunteers by any stretch of the imagination, which is so 
freaking refreshing to say at church. We're not lacking volunteers, but there's always room for more because you guys are the body of Christ. And without you, we can't make a difference in the lives of the next generation. So I'm, I'm, I'm serious. If you want to volunteer, please write it down on a connect card and turn it in as you leave today. So today I want to share with you guys a quick run through of one of the messages I spoke at kids camp. If you are a Star Wars nerd, our first night was called A New Hope. And we talked about Jesus, right? We define hope as this, is that it's believing that something good can always come out of something bad. How many of you guys know that we can all relate to that? We need hope in dark places of our lives, right? Some of you are literally walking through something right now and you're trying to hold on to hope or even find hope. Baby, I'm here to remind you this morning that there is hope in the dark and his name is Jesus. We're gonna talk about that a little bit. So we had a hope, we talked about Jesus. Kids gave their hearts to Christ on night number one. Over 80 kids said yes to Jesus on night number one at kids camp. It was incredible. Night number two, my title and message was called, May the Force Be With You, and we talked about the Holy Spirit, and we talked about how he is that invisible force that is always there for you to empower you to live a life that is meaningful and that can follow in Jesus' footsteps. And on night number three, which is what I want to kind of break down for you guys today, my message this morning is called this one right here, if you're a Star Wars fan. It's called, I Am Your Father. Someone look at your neighbor and say, I Am Your Father. Now look at your other neighbor and say it in a Darth Vaderish voice with some asthma. <gasps> I am your father. <laughs> so today's message is called I am your father. But no, I'm not your father, okay? I'm not your daddy. And I'm not talking about um, your, your real dad. I'm not talking about anyone else that you might view as a father figure. I'm talking about our heavenly Father, And at kids camp, I just asked God, what am I supposed to speak on? And this was the number one message that popped up back in 2022 of what I was supposed to share in this year. And I feel so strongly that there are someone in here or someones, rather you're in this place or you're watching online, that you absolutely need to grab a hold of that truth that God is your heavenly father and you are his child. Someone say, God is my father and I am his child. All the ladies say, I am his daughter. And all the men say, I am his son. Come on, we gotta say it like we believe it in this place. And this message can actually tag on to the end of Pastor Mark's current sermon series that he just ended called Stand With All Your Heart. Because kids are about to go back to school and all the parents say? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even have to cue you guys in on that. Y'all knew what was up with that one. And all the kids are like, yay. But listen, these kids are about to go back to school. And again, living in a world that's filled with darkness, they have to know how to stand firmly on the absolute truth of God's word. And one of the ways you can do that is by knowing who your true identity is in Jesus Christ as a son or a daughter of God. So we're gonna talk about that this morning. And I've got three scriptures that I wanna quickly just run through for you because if you're a new believer or you haven't put your faith in Jesus yet and you're like, how am I a child of God? Well, here's one of the scriptures that says this. This is right after Jesus uh, reigned victorious over death. He literally stepped out of the grave, out of the darkness. And this is what he said, don't cling to me for I've not yet ascended to the... Yeah, the, I talk so much better if y'all talk back to me, okay? So, but go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my... And your, to my, and to your. He's saying that we are a family. We are family. Okay, so he's saying we are a family and we all serve the same God. Here's the next verse really quick I wanna share with you about you being a child of God. For you are all, say it with me, 
children of God. When you put your faith in Christ Jesus, and it's been one of the best decisions I've ever had in my life, I don't know about you guys. Here's another verse I wanna share with you really quick. It says this about being a child of God. But for us, someone say for me. But for me and for us, there is only one God. He is the Father. All things came from him and we live for him. I've got one more, but it's not on the screen because all of us know this, or at least most of us. You've heard it. It's been a, a prayer that you've maybe been taught as a kid. It may be written down somewhere you saw it, but it starts off with our who are in. You guys know it. See, we hear about it and we may pray it, but do you actually believe it? And we can do the church nod like, amen, yes, oh, good job, Pastor Chris, amen. But do you really believe it? And today I wanna share something about that with you. See, when Jesus was on this earth and he was talking to people about the love of the Father, you guys are awesome. I'm serious, Pastor Mark's right, 11 o'clock service. You guys, y'all are my jam. Um, when Jesus was here, he taught in parables. Someone say parables. And parables is just a fancy word for saying a story within a story. And Jesus, in one time, you can look this up yourself, in one time, Jesus actually shared three parables, back to back to back, not skipping a beat, and all parables actually shared the same meaning. And in this parable, as Jesus is talking, these religious leaders are upset, and Jesus starts with parable number one. You guys have probably heard about it. We sing songs about it, but it's the parable of the lost sheep. A shepherd had 100 sheep and one went missing, meaning now he only had what? 99, you guys are with me, okay? Because I'm not great at math either. When he notices Fluffy is missing, what does the shepherd do? He leaves the 99 to go look for the one. The Bible says that when he found the one, he brought Fluffy back and he had a party with everybody. He was rejoicing because the sheep that was now lost was now then Jesus went immediately to the next story, not skipping a beat, and said, it's also like this. There's a woman who had 10 coins, but she lost one. So if she had 10, she loses one. How many does she have left? Nine. That's exactly right. And as she is looking for this lost coin, the Bible says she sweeps the house. She looks under every couch cushion, every sink, every carpet, every everything. And in that process, she finds the lost coin. She gathers everybody together and they have a party. And she probably used the 10 coins to buy Mexican food because I love Mexican food. Does anyone else love Mexican food? Come on, somebody. Chips, guacamole, queso, let's go. Like meal, done right there. It's amazing. So they had a party. And then Jesus doesn't skip a beat, and he goes to the next story. I know you guys are like, what is happening here? Welcome to Kid Nation Live, okay? <laughs> this is what we do to get your kids' attention so they can hear the word of God. You guys have heard this one probably, but we're going to tell it in a different way. This is the story of the lost son. Now, before we start this really quick, you guys are having to actually help tell today's story. Does anybody, by a show of hands, remember this little device that came out way back when, probably before I was ever conceived, called the clapper? Does anybody remember the clapper? Some of y'all are so reluctant to raise that hand like I'm showing my age. Listen, before Google, before Alexis, before Siri or anything like that, for all of this new generation, this uh, device called the clapper, you could plug up a light to it and anytime you wanted it to turn on, help me out, you would clap two times. Clap on. There we go. And anytime you were snug in bed and you didn't want to get up because you were nice and cozy and you forgot that lamp, all you had to do was clap two times again. Ready? Clap off. So in today's story, anytime I say clap on, you're gonna clap how many times? Two times. And the story up here is gonna come alive. Anytime I say clap off, how many times are you gonna clap? Two. 
two times, and they're gonna freeze in whatever position they're in. So it could be really comical. It could be a disaster. We're gonna find out. Now, before we start, we got our two little piggies up here. Everyone say oink, oink. These girls are all like, PC, what do you always have us do? My gosh, it's just crazy. And over here is the story that we're talking about is the lost son. This is the father. Everyone say the Faja. And this is the son. Everyone say the son. He's got fluffy, cute hair. I love it so much. And then over here are the party people. Everyone say, woo, woo. If you've heard this story before, I'm just making it a little bit more fun so that every age today can understand what's about to happen. But let's practice this really quick. We're going to clap on in a second, and they're going to turn on. You guys ready? Clap on. And that's what happens. They come alive. Ready? Clap off. And then they freeze. Now we're gonna start right over here with our father and son. You guys ready? Clap on. In the story, Jesus said that there was once a son who was the youngest of two, and he goes to his dad and says, Dad, listen, I need my inheritance money, man. I know I'm only supposed to get it when you die, but um, I'm not asking you to die, but could you die because I really want my inheritance? Not my allowance, Dad. I want my inheritance. It's a lot of money. I know what I want to do with it. And the father reluctantly was trying to convince him otherwise, but finally the father gave the money to his son, and the son took it and left. Everyone say, aww. Leaving the dad screaming that very sweet slow motion. No! Everyone clap off. So the Bible is going to tell us what exactly happens next to this son. He's headed to who? The party people. Ready? Clap on. With all this money, the son spends it all recklessly. He spends it on clothes. He spends it on food, Mexican food probably. A lot of chips and queso was spent that day. And he, just, he found friends, but all the friends were friends for the wrong reasons because he had money. Ready? Clap off. But he ran out of money. And the friends that were friends with him because of the money were friends for the wrong reasons. What do you think is going to happen because all the money has gone now? You're going to lose those friends, huh? Let's see what happens. Ready? Clap on. As soon as they noticed all the money was gone, they're like, peace out, bro. We no, no, can't do that no more. Leaving the son friendless, homeless, moneyless. And without money, you can't buy food to eat. Without money, you can't buy clothes to. And without money, you can't have a bed to lay your head down and go to. So the boy is alone and he's confused. And this is what happens next. The Bible says that he finds a farm where pigs are at. You guys ready? Let's clap these pigs on. Ready? Go. So he follows this trail. He gets to this place. He gets hired on as a pig keeper. And he grabs this food and he starts feeding our little piggy. Someone say oink, oink. Now, I know that, I don't know if you guys have had livestock before, but pig slop is no joking matter. It's disgusting. It smells gross. And to be honest with you, all the moms in the house, y'all have served pig slop at some point in time or another. It's called leftover casserole, okay, where you pull everything from every shelf behind everything. If it's a little green, oh, well, we're going to stir that in there right there. Nothing. That's just pig slop that we eat sometimes to help save money. But the Bible says that the, the boy was so hungry because he had no more money, even the slop that the pigs were eating looked delicious. So he got on his hands and knees, and guess what he did? He started eating the pig slop. Everyone clap off. So here's this son. Let's do a recap. Who was with his father. His father gave him everything he needed. And out of just young, immature mindset, he decides he's going to go live his own life. Completely botched it, and is now at the lowest of the totem pole here, eating pig slop with pigs. Let's see what happens next. Clap on. 
he came to himself. Jesus was telling the story and the son stood up, looked up to the sky and said, what am I doing? My dad owns everything. I don't have to do this. All I have to do is just go back. My dad doesn't even have to forgive me even though I've sinned against him. All he needs to do is just hire me as one of his servants. That way I can have food too and I can have clothes too and I can have a bed to go to sleep in, right? So he starts making this journey all the way back home. And this is one of the most favorite parts about this story that I love to share with everyone who wants to listen to it. It's because the Bible says that as the, the son was a long ways off on the road, the dad was looking and could see him. So I want you guys to give me a slow-mo run. You know what I'm saying? That dun, 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 dun. You know what I'm saying? You know? All right, ready? Clap off. And in this time, the son found his, his lost son, was, the dad found his lost son that was once lost and now found, and was ready to rejoice. Let's see what happens. Ready? Clap on. And in this moment, he is rejoicing that his son who was lost was now found. He called everybody together. They had a party. He put a ring on his finger. He gave him clothes to wear and everyone at a party. Give it up for our volunteers, King's House. They did an incredible job, and they're all like, never again, Pastor Chris, will I be a pig on stage in front of over 300 people. <laughs> Listen, um, when I was a kid, about seven years old, I went to Walgreens with my mom. My mom said, now, Chris, stay with me. And guess what I didn't do? <laughs> as soon as we got to Walgreens, I went to the toy aisle, just like any awesome kid would do, right? I'm going to the toy aisle. Um, and uh, I went to the toy aisle, I started browsing everything. And it was probably just three minutes, but it probably felt like an eternity. Because as soon as I was done doing my whole look and everything, I looked down one side of the aisle and no mom. <laughs> I looked down the other and no mom. My heart starts racing and I start panicking. And yes, I go, mommy, mommy. And people are poking their heads on each corner of the aisle. Be all like, oh, what is wrong with that ruggedly good-looking young man over there? Oh, my God, maybe. Why are y'all laughing at that? Come on. It's my story. I'm going to tell it how I want to, okay? <laughs> so these people are asking me if I'm okay and everything. And over the commotion of other people's voices, I heard a voice calling my name. Who do you think I heard calling my name? My dad, who was also in the store. Chris! Christopher, hey, hey, son, over here. Hey, didn't I tell you to stay with your mom? Listen, we all know, <laughs> we all know that when you could be in a crowd of people, come on, and over the crowd of people, you could hear your mom or dad scream your name and you can recognize their voice. Am I right? Especially when they give you all three names, first, middle, and last. You in trouble, baby. Clench those butt cheeks together and say, yes, ma'am. Okay, however it is, three names, you in trouble. But isn't it true, though? Maybe y'all can relate to my story a little bit. No matter where you are, you can recognize your parents' voices. The Bible says the same thing. The Bible says that we are God's sheep and he is our shepherd. And Jesus says that, listen, my sheep know my voice. So I wanna do something with you guys really quick before I close out today because out of all the hustle and bustle of everything going on, it's really good for actually to kind of see how this can play out in your life. I have my daughter with me in the house this morning. She is seven years old. Actually, no, she just turned eight, my goodness. And uh, she is part of our junior dance team. And my wife is gonna blindfold Harmony really quick. Um, she's right here in the center aisle. So I'm gonna ask if you guys have something in the center aisle, just move it just really quick because she's gonna be making her way up these stairs completely blindfolded. 
And she's only gonna be able to do this by listening to my voice. Now, in life, King's House, there's obstacles placed in our way. And we don't know why. Maybe we get really frustrated about it. Maybe we can't see them, maybe we can. It's really frustrating, isn't it? So Harmony, can you hear me, baby? Okay, oh, good answer, trained her well, guys. She said, yes, sir, okay. Hey, Harmony, do you trust me? Good. You know I love you, right? Can you see anything? Are you lying? Okay. I want you to, actually, Melody, let's change this up a little bit. Spin her around three times, please. One, two. Sometimes life is crazy, am I right, King's House? <laughs> All right, Harmony, stand up straight and tall. If you can, please walk on the straight line and repeat the alphabet. Just kidding. All right. Are you ready? Turn a little bit to your left. A little bit to your left. Okay, straight forward. Walk confidently towards me. Let's go. Come on. Follow the sound of my voice, and I want you to make your way up to the stage with me. Now, you got to walk in a straight line, though, baby, okay? Come on, let's go. Turn right, Harmony. No, Harmony, keep going straight, Harmony. Harmony, don't go too fast. Harmony, Turn right. Harmony, trust me, and I want you to walk faster because there's nothing in front of you right now. You need now. to slow down and stop. turn around. Stop, 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 stop. One step forward. Now slide to the left. Go to your right. Nope, slide to your left. Go to your there right. There we go, perfect. Walk forward, go, five steps. One, two, three, four, stop. Turn to your right, just a little Turn bit. Turn to your left. Harmony, listen to you my voice, You know my voice. Harmony, can you hear me? You know my voice. Can you hear someone else? Turn around. Harmony, don't turn around, baby. I need you to listen to me. You're gonna get in trouble. Harmony. Turn around. There are stairs in front of you, and I know you can't see it, but I need you to trust me. Not yet, but I want you to walk forward three steps. Go. One, two, three. Stop. Slide to the right. Three steps. Go to your left. Keep sliding. Slide, slide, slide to the left. Slide to the right. Okay, stop. Now, now the steps turn are in front around. of you. Stop right there, Harmony. Listen to my voice, baby. Turn around, Harmony. Are you nervous? <laughs> I need you to step up some stairs for me. Are you ready? One. Come on, put that foot up there. One, two. Stop. Three, don't stop. You got this. Come on. One more. And I lied. I want you to take one more step forward. Come on, you got this. I want you to slide to the right. Nope. Walk forward. There we go. Keep walking. Keep walking. Turn keep walking. right. Keep, keep walking. Cool, turn around. There's something I need you to step over, right towards my voice. If you can hear me, step over it. Come on, baby. You're almost there. Come on, come on, step over. Good girl, come on, come on, come on. Now turn around, turn around, turn around. Now, are you ready? As silly as this is gonna be, I want you to squat down. I have something I want you to sit on. Very carefully, very slowly, right there. Put your hands in the air for me, silly. There we go, sis, there we go. Do you feel silly right now? Yeah, there's a lot of people watching you right now. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah. If Harmony could see how silly she looked right now at King's House, do you think she'd be doing this right now in front of you guys? Probably not, because sometimes God might be calling, your vo calling you with his voice to move out of obstacles, and sometimes you might tumble a little bit. Sometimes it's not easy. Sometimes you hear someone else's voice. Whose other voice did you hear? Pastor Blake. You did recognize it was Pastor Blake. You guys give it up for Harmony. Great job, sis. She made it. Look. Great job, baby. 
Listen, King's House, as we close today, I need you to really catch on to something. Are you ready? Is that through life, we need to learn how to hear the voice of our heavenly Father guiding you and directing you to live your life. But there are times where you are gonna hear the voice of someone else. And it may be someone you trust. It may be someone you recognize. But if it goes against the voice of your heavenly Father, should you obey those voices? No. Follow the voice of your heavenly Father. Why? Because you are his child and he loves you. But so many times we get caught in going the other way when God's telling us to go one way, right? We're all guilty of this, including myself, right? I want you to close your eyes for a second because there's something that we're all guilty of and it is believing something about ourselves that's not true. I call it false identity. Someone say false identity. And I wrote down just a few little phrases that I'm sure we can all relate to from kids to even grown-ups. So just close your eyes really quick because at some point in your life, you've, you've looked in the mirror and you've said something like this to yourself. I am not pretty. I am not good looking. Nobody wants me. I'm not strong enough. I'm not valuable. I stink, like I am not gifted, I am not talented, nobody wants me, nobody wants to be my friend, I'm always left out, I'm not able to do anything that everyone else can do, I'm not heard, nobody has any time for me, I'm afraid, I'm not happy, I'm hopeless. Come on, we've all been there. And we live in such a crazy world that's after this next generation that is all about giving them a false identity. And in this false identity, we have kids who were created and born from God as a boy and the voices of this world are saying, you can be anything but a boy. And we have kids that are growing up that were born a girl created but in the image of God and all the voices are screaming, you can be anything but what God created you to do. King's House, I need you to hear something this morning. Rather, it's something that I said that you have maybe said to yourself or you've heard other voices, but there's some truth to this next power that you need to hear, and it is this, that God does not make a mistake because you are not a mistake. He does not give up on you, so don't give up on yourself. That is a false identity. You do not have to walk to the voices that are completely opposite of your heavenly father. Well, Pastor Chris, what, if that's my false identity, what's my true identity? I'm glad you asked. I want you to close your eyes again. Because I don't want you to hear my voice, even it's as sexy as can be. Um, I want you to hear the voice of your heavenly father this morning speaking through this skinny white boy on stage. You're not a mistake. I don't care what someone has ever said to you before. God says, you are my beloved son and you are my beloved daughter. And I made you on purpose for a purpose. You are beautiful because I made you beautiful. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are stronger than you think. You are more valuable to me and your family than you realize. You are gifted and talented beyond what you know. 
And you are able to accomplish so much because I, through you, can help you accomplish so much. Sweetheart, you are heard. When you pray to me, I hear you. You're never too far gone. You are not a failure. You are brave. You are courageous. And in your weakness, I am your strength. Don't give up on yourself, beloved, because I am never gonna give up on you. Just follow the voice of your heavenly father. Lord, we just open up our hearts to you this morning as a church body and as families. And we say, speak Lord, because your servant is listening. Father, as we continue to go about our day, as we continue to go about our lives, as we continue to be families, Lord, there are so many voices that speak opposite of what your word says. Will you reveal yourself to each and every one of us in a real and new way to where we know beyond a shadow of a doubt that when our father is talking, we can recognize his voice in Jesus' name. And everybody says, Amen and amen. Listen, I want to do something before I dismiss. For all of the kids who are going back to school, would you please stand to your feet? We want to pray over you guys. Seriously. Families, look around you really quick. This is the next generation of leaders. And as families, we need to link arms together with your church. Don't do it by yourself. And your church can't do this for you, even though we try every Sunday. We can't do it for you. We need to link arms together and point them to the voice of our heavenly father. If you're also an adult and you serve at a school to any capacity, would you also please stand because you are making a huge difference in this next generation as well. Yeah, give it up for them guys. As you can tell, there's a lot of kids and teenagers and adults standing up all around you. If there's someone next to you and you feel comfortable, would you just put your hand on them, let them know that they don't have to do this thing called life on their own. And if you don't feel comfortable with that, would you just lift out your hands to them, letting them know that, hey, I got you, baby, in prayer, we got this. I wanna say a quick prayer over all of our kids going back to school because here's something that I hit home on uh, our last day at kids camp is that if God is the light of the world, that he says that he is, which by the way is true, okay? Jesus is the light of the world. Jesus said, it's no longer I'm the light of the world, but now you're the light of the world. My spirit in you, take my light into all the areas that you go. Guys, I'm challenging you today, whether you're a teenager, a kid, or an adult in our public school system or in our private school systems, they need the light of Jesus more than ever, and God wants to use you. So let's pray over these people. Lord, we just thank you so much for this next generation that is standing before us, even for those who are worshiping with us online. God, I thank you so much, God, that you are going to use them in such a mighty and powerful way to shine the light of Jesus in a way that is completely new. Lord, that they will be able to show everybody that they are followers of Jesus, and if necessary, they'll use words as well. God, I pray that you protect them wherever they're at, Lord. I thank you that you are with them. Lord, I just pray blessings that no matter where they go and no matter what they do, Lord, that you are protecting them. And whatever plans the enemy has against them, we we cancel it right now in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, God, for using this next generation and all of the adults in this place that serve our schools. In Jesus' name, and everybody says, amen. Come on, give it up for Jesus one more time. 
Hey, let's give it up for Pastor Chris for Kid Nation this morning. I am uh, so incredibly thankful, King's House, and we're just so incredibly blessed for uh, kids' ministries like Kid Nation and Kidopolis and Kid Haven and all the leaders that make that possible. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard this, but it's, it's a uh, horrifying statistic. Um, but if somebody doesn't accept Jesus by the age of 12, statistically, there is an 85% chance that they will never accept Jesus if they haven't by the age of 12, which is why kids' ministry is one of the most important things that we will ever do as a church. And I'm just so thankful because we have the best. We have the best kids' ministry, the best leaders. It's not even close. So give it up for them one more time if you would. Today is a very busy, a very important today. Today is our annual King's House Cuts Day. So from 2 to 6, if any kiddo is going back to school and needs a free haircut, right out here is the place that it's going to be happening. Going to be free food, going to be inflatables, going to be an amazing day. Also, next Sunday, we are fully back in school and kicking off a brand new series called Sing With All Your Heart. And it's going to be a phenomenal four-part series. Uh, you need to be here next Sunday, and you need to invite somebody to church, man. It's going to be a, a very important, impactful series that we're in. And last but not least, maybe you've heard, but the King's House is partnering with Dream City Church in the upcoming months. I'm just ex so excited, so ecstatic about that. I know that I've met with, with hundreds of people but if you haven't got the opportunity to meet with me and you would like to do that, this Wednesday will be your last opportunity to do so. Wednesday at 7 o'clock right here in this room. Uh, we're going to talk about what that looks like, the why behind that, and give you an opportunity to ask any and every question that you want to ask me, and I will do my best to answer all those questions. But guys, we have incredibly great days out in front of us. God's done amazing things, and he is just getting started. I'm telling you, man, great days are ahead. So I love you guys. Have a great, great week. God bless you.